Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Love talking to our friend, the very friendly and fun and effervescent Jamie Rivers, who is your analyst for Blues Hockey on Bally Sports. Jamie has a, a dentist appointment coming up. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Good, guys. How we doing? Good. How do you like the dentist? Um, the dentist and I have a really unique relationship. You know, over the years, I think I've put his kids through college with all of the dental work <laughs> that I've had to have done for my career in pro hockey. So is there a better dentist story than Shanny getting his lip rip o- ripped open, by the way? Uh, wow. Uh, I had a unique one where it, it wasn't my tooth. Per se- well, it wasn't my tooth that happened, but my very first American Hockey League game, you know, you're going down, and at that time, Randy, it was the Iron League. Like, you got to earn your stripes. And very first game, I got in a fight with a guy named Sean McCosh, and I hit him with a punch, and part of his tooth stuck in my knuckle. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I, I didn't know it was in there until, like, the first whistle. And the uh. trainer comes running over to the penalty box. And is like, tapping on the glass. And I'm looking at the trainer going, what the hell does this guy want? You know? Oh. And so, you had to give it back. So then he, like, points to my hand. Oh. And I look at my hand, and there's a tooth stuck in my hand. So he... Takes the tooth out of my hand and puts it in a little safe tooth kit. Uh. And, uh, yeah, so I thought everything was fine. I didn't think it was a big deal. Well, I woke up in the middle of the night, and my hand was the size of my pillow at that point with infection. Oh, wow, man. And I had to uh, head off to the hospital. But, that, that, I mean, that's that's the most interesting thing I've had to have, have with teeth. That's I, epic. That's as good as it gets. I thought you were going to get to keep the tooth as a souvenir. I should have. You, you know, should I should have made a necklace out of it. Is what I should have done. Yes, that'd be Word so intimidating. For everybody that knows, this is what I, this was in my hand from someone's mouth. It's with me forever. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is good. Yeah, that's a good way to scare people. Just having a necklace, you know, of teeth. Yes, that, that's that's one way to intimidate anyone. Well, I want to ask you, Jamie. I saw you out at practice yesterday, and with the update on Pavel Buchnevich, he is now considered day to day, which I think is good news considering the possible shoulder injury that is experiencing we likely won't see him thursday so there was some things that moved around alexi Torpchenko getting promoted and he's going to be on the second line and then you have brandon sod on the top line with robert thomas and jordan Kyrie. what do you think about the way that they have shifted things around and having those guys in those roles yeah i like what chief has done i think that uh, a couple things brandon sod has played with thomas and Kyrie before uh, so he's used to the way they play. And one thing I like about Brandon Saad on that line is he is very much straightforward. He's north-south kind of player. And Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo, obviously, they, you know, they're a little more dynamic. So I think he simplifies that line a little bit. I think they'll have some success. Uh, now, as far as Torvchenko is concerned, I think he's earned 
the right to play on that line. You know, he's had a couple of good games, but the last game in particular, man, he was all over the place. He was blocking shots, making hits, driving the net, creating some offense. I, I absolutely loved what he brought to the game the other night against the Kraken. So, you know what? Give him a chance to play on that line. I know that Craig Berube, if he doesn't like what he sees early in the game, he'll mix it up. He'll have a little bit of a revolving door on that line until he figures out what's working best. But I think it's great that a guy that works hard and plays the game the way the team wants him to play, I think it's great he's getting the opportunity first. Jamie, uh, Jeremy Rutherford reported that there was a little scrum between Braden Shin and Jordan Cairo yesterday. Is that just a, a situation where the captain is holding his guys accountable? Oh, man, yeah. It was like 15 feet in front of me. I was enjoying it. I had popcorn <laughs> out and everything. I thought it was fantastic. But, uh, no, look, it's, uh, here's the thing. For a team to be successful, you have to push each other in practice. You have to. I mean, if you're not pushing your teammate in practice, how the heck is that guy going to get better for the game situations? And I think that this was a defensive zone uh, coverage drill. And, you know, Jordan Cairo may or may not have been going as hard as he should have. And Braden Shen just said, well, if you're not going to go hard, I'm going to go twice as hard and you're not going to like this very much. And they kind of got after each other a little bit. Cooler, head, cooler heads prevailed. It was no big deal. Craig Ruby didn't even stop the drill. He just kept going. Like, that's what it's all about, man. I mean, when I played, and I know, hey, back in my day, <laughs> there were fights all the time in practice. Yeah. You know, like, it wasn't like a daily thing, but it was nothing to have a fight every 10 days in practice. And guys just pick up your gloves, get back to work, and you knew you were trying your hardest to get better every day. It's like brothers, literally. Like, you are family, and sometimes when you have an older brother or a younger brother, sometimes you got to fight it out. And when mom comes in, says, stop it, you stop, and you all go back to what you were doing. But that's how you know you all are on the same page and working together for a common goal. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like that. And you know what? Yesterday, about five minutes later, Kairou and Shan are on the side of the boards talking and kind of giggling and yucking it up again. It's literally like my brother and I growing up would fight to the death in the driveway, <laughs> playing street hockey. Like, there's no way one of us is going to live. Right. Yet four minutes later, we're hugging each other and we're having a blast doing something else. It's like, it's like the world's craziest kind of ADD. <laughs> hey, Ribs, uh, this is just so recency bias stuff, but it is being talked about. Is there anything that needs to be fixed with the Blues' power play, uh, aside from scoring goals? From a systematic standpoint, you you see the game better than we do. From a, a, a schematic standpoint, is there anything that needs to change? Yeah, two things, in my opinion. One is making sure that everybody's doing the right routes on the breakout. Right now, it's like guys are cutting it short. They're kind of improvising. They're doing their own thing. And it's affecting the way that the Blues can you know, uh, positively exit their zone with control of the puck. So you know, one thing is doing the routes correctly for the breakout and then being willing to put the puck into the offensive zone, chip it in. Right now, they're trying to carry the puck in with full control every single time. And teams are realizing that so the defensemen are just standing up at the blue line and the forwards are backing them up through the middle of the ice because they're not afraid of the puck being dumped in at all so what the blues have to do now is chip the puck in down low go get it reverse puck side spread out that penalty kill a little bit so you can gain control of it and get set up because they really haven't had any extended time set up in the offensive zone as a power play yet so those are two things that i've noticed i think they'll 
I think they'll be working on those for the next game. So I'm watching tomorrow night on Bally, and the Blues are on the power play. Tell me what looks good in terms of a route getting out of the zone on the power play. Well, you can always tell when guys are either on time or off time. And all that means is when they go back, the defenseman is usually the guy who starts with the puck in the defensive zone. And when he starts his movement up the ice, everybody's back doing their routes at the same time. It's almost like a, not like a synchronized swimming, but you can see everybody kind of coming up the ice together. You know it looks like in sync. And then the Blues will either do that drop pass breakout or they'll carry it in. But everybody from the from the defensive zone, their timing is correct, and they're all coming up together uh, at the same time so that they have options at that point. When it looks bad is when you've got guys that are kind of staggered and all over the place, and then they're trying to improvise and, and fill a lane, and then you don't know what you're doing because you've practiced a certain way of breaking out, and then guys aren't in the same spot. So for Kerry, it'd be like you know a quarterback calling a play where you have guys lined up in a certain spot, but then you've got one guy lined up in the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. The play looks a lot different at that point. Yep. Got it. Good explanation. Thank you. Jamie, one of the positives that has stuck out to me with the Blues so far, other than Jordan Bennington, obviously, is though the blocking of shots. They have 35 block shots through these first two games. To me, that is a huge positive and some growth that you've seen from last season. As a former player, what does that mean when you see a guy doing that, and how much does it just help the team? Well, there's a couple of layers to that one. Um, one, as a team, when you see a guy blocking a shot, like you know, you just know how much that hurts. And I don't care, you know, wearing the gear and all that. I can tell you from my own experience, it never seems to find all of the protective <laughs> gear that you're wearing. And so you're, I mean, you're getting blasted with a puck from 85 to 100 miles an hour, and it doesn't feel very good. So as a team, when you see your teammate doing that, you're recognizing that that guy is laying it out for the team because you know there's ice packs involved following the game. So from a morale standpoint, it really boosts the team, seeing guys you know, sacrifice of themselves. Now, from a, a schematic standpoint, you have to. In today's NHL, you know, guys shoot the puck so quickly, so often. The big slap shot is kind of gone from the game. You get it every now and then, but there's really not a lot of time to get that off. So you've got these wrist shots that come flying in there, and you've got to get sticks and bodies in the lanes. And, and to play the defensive system that the Blues are going to play, you will sacrifice passes to the point from time to time. And when you do, those pucks are going to get shot, and you've got to get big. You've got to make yourself available to be hit by the puck. And that's just the way it is. To protect the middle of the ice, you have to collapse. You have to shrink in the defensive zone. And at that point, you leave yourself susceptible for some shots from the outside, mind you. But when they come, you got to block them. Rivs, love you. Thanks so much for the time. By the way, one quick story. Uh, one time uh, in the fast lane when I was doing it with BT, he went to the dentist and had his lip numbed, and he came in and did the whole show sounding like Lou Holtz. <laughs> Lou, Lou Holtz. I actually remember that, Randy. I remember it very well. It was one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it was classic. Hey, yeah. have, have a great day, yeah. and uh, we'll, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. You got it, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Jamie. The great Jamie Rivers on 101 ESPN. He he does such a great job of breaking down hockey for people that never played before. I never Mm -hmm. played hockey. And I think I know what I'm watching, but I really don't. So if I can have him explain it to me, it's a lot better. Yeah, he does a great job of that. And that's why I've enjoyed just listening to him on the broadcast. When I saw him at practice yesterday, I was like, you're here at practice too, and you're going to do radio, and you're getting ready for the game. I'm like, you sleep at this point? No. (laughs) He is always going. Yeah. Booked and busy. Yeah.